What is up, everybody? It's Friday. You know what that means. It's another edition of Curveballs and Chair Shots. My name is Brandon Dingham. Sitting electronically more than six feet away from me is my lovely and esteemed co-host, Dominic Hobson. Dominic, how are you doing today? Well, Brandon, I am doing just wonderful. It's Friday. I have a job, just not working. But, you know, I go back Monday, you know, climbing them poles. For lots of moolah. And yeah, work the poles, make that money. You're a hardworking stripper. Pretty much. And, uh, you know, how, how's your how's your day going hard at work? Uh, you know, it's going fine. Did one thing for work. I did do two more things. But, you know, we're doing the podcast a little earlier today because the studio audience is back at work. Look, we're getting back to normal, which means next week. We're probably going to do like a late podcast. I mean, Dominic is be super tired. Maybe he just like dips out randomly in the middle of the podcast. So it's, you know, we're back to normal next week. It's going to be great. I mean, it's great for certain circumstances, but you know, for the podcast, it's terrible because, you know, I'm not just sitting at home doing nothing. It's, you know, I'm like, like you said, I'm going to be tired, but you know, Tisby, Tisby, let's get brand or well, hmm. Hmm. yeah, no, let's, let's, I'm not going to try to do something new. Brandon. Can we just get right? Yeah, into let's it? try something new, Dominic. We're on episode two hundred, whatever. Let's let's you know spice things up a little bit. What were you gonna do? We're on episode two hundred and five. Shout out the two hundred five. Nope, we gotta wait till three hundred. Okay, okay. So in two <laughs> years, then Dominic will finally do whatever he was gonna do right now. If I even remember, which he definitely will. I mean, he'll definitely remember next week, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll do it next week. Maybe I'll just be like, you know, like a little bloop, and you know. Spicy. Yes. So let's get on into it. We have a baseball, but we don't really have too much to talk about because there's only one race that matters in baseball at the moment. The entire National League field is complete. Well, I guess we can talk about one race in the National League, but the American League wild card is wild. As the kids say, we got the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Toronto Blue Jays, and yes, the Seattle Mariners are sticking around. Um, unfortunately, the A's cannot beat the Mariners or save their lives. After I you know, said I was done, I'm out, they're done. Then they go off and sweep the, the Astros, give me a little bit of hope, and then they get swept by the Mariners. So unfortunately, the A's are done. Dominic, if you like to, should they've, we uh, they've hold a ceremony, done. hold a, uh, a funeral for them at the moment and just... No, reflect. they don't fucking deserve my undying love right now because it is how can they beat the how do they sweep the Astros and then can't sweep the fucking Mariners like by the way fuck you Sergio Romo I was trying to give you love you know because you helped my you know coming over from the Giants you know it's like you know you, you helped the transition even better for, for me and then you just fucking blow ass like 99% of the time so I hope he's gone next year. Definitely. There might be some turnover with the Oakland athletics. So, uh, you know, we'll keep an eye out, but let's not talk about them. Let's actually talk about the teams that matter. So yes, over the American league Wild Card, it is a four horse race. Three of them coming from the American league. East. the Yankees currently hold a two game lead on that first spot. So seemingly like the Yankees have that locked up, that they will at least make the playoffs probably host the wild card game, but we have the Red Sox and the Mariners currently tied and the Toronto Blue Jays, a game back. All four of these teams are playing different teams. So we could have some sort of 
wild mix up where we have like three teams tied for that second spot where I, I would assume that means like the Mariners and the Blue Jays play and then the winner plays the Red Sox. I don't know how that is going to play, uh, play out, but it's going to be crazy. So we got the Yankees uh, playing Tampa Bay. They have the toughest quote unquote opponent this weekend. Dominic, do you see them floundering? The Rays have locked up home field advantage. They're not playing for anything. So if anything, they'll you know rest and try to set the rotation for the playoffs. Do you see the Yankees as holding that top spot in the wild card game being held at the Bronx in the Bronx? I mean, I feel like every time we talk about situations like this, it whatever we pick is wrong. So what I really want to happen is for the Yankees to win, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, because, you know, they're such a great team. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So hopefully Tampa Bay just beats that ass. I mean, sucks ass. God damn it. I don't know. I'm confusing myself. I want the Yankees to fucking lose because they're the fucking Yankees. I don't need them in the fucking playoffs for another couple of years at least. But, but it's Tampa Bay, home field advantage. You know, I, I, I would definitely, if I was Tampa Bay, rest, set your lineups for postseason. Who gives a shit if you lose? So, yeah, I, 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 think, uh, I think the Yankees will win that series. I mean, I got to agree with you. With two games up, they only have to win one game, I believe. But... I mean, I don't know what happens if they tie and if there's some sort of playoff or whatever. I don't know. We're just not going to talk about it because by the time we do the next week's podcast, we're going to know who's in the playoffs regardless. But uh, the big, big news is obviously those three teams behind them. Red Sox Mariners are tied with the Blue Jays a game back. The Blue Jays technically, I mean, all three of these teams are playing bad teams. The Blue Jays are beat are playing the Orioles, but the Orioles just took two out of three, three out of four, whatever against the Red Sox or the Red Sox. Could have been the number one seed, but they dropped some games to the uh, the Orioles. The Mariners are playing the Angels, and the Red Sox are going to be playing the Nationals. Shohei Otani not pitching on Sunday. Could have pitched on Sunday. Maybe a little side tangent, Dominic. Thoughts on uh, Shohei kind of talking about how he wants the Angels to actually you know do some things and be a winner, or possibly he uh, you know isn't going to be in an Angels uniform anytime soon. I mean, you know, leaving it- them. It's hard to make moves when you got, you know, some contract. Well, actually, I, you know, Brandon, you should, you know, look up what their salary cap or whatever is, you know, because, you know. Well, they're not paying Albert Pujols after this season, which will help them, but then they're paying yeah. Anthony Rendon money now. Yeah, and then, so, I mean, you know, if you want to look it up, you know, be a good co-host for once, geez. I mean, it's not like, I'm, I mean, I'm not the only one who's on a laptop right now and could look something up. Well, you know, okay. So, I mean, I also have this thing called a smartphone that, oh, you know, my, I have one of those things too. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know the type of, oh, Los Angeles, Angels, Sal, Sal. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know, be annoying. Let's see. Let's see. 216 million per year, 4 million per week. Okay. That's not what I want. God damn it. Brandon, this is why you're so much fucking better at it. God. You know what? Fuck it. That's why this is why you're the brains and I'm just fucking here for the fucking good looks and funny things that I say. So, you know, I mean, anyway. even I don't know what I'm looking at at the moment because it's saying, uh, let's see, Trout's getting paid 37 million. Rendon's getting paid 36. Cutton's 28. 
Shohei is five and a half, which is an absolute fucking steal. Oh, I'm pretty sure he'll they'll you know. Uh, David Fletcher four, and that's the only thing on this card that I'm looking at, and it says they have like a 111 million dollar salary cap. So I would assume that means they have a lot of money to play with to play with or something. Well, I guess that's no, that's. Is that what 11? I don't know. What's 37 plus 36 plus 28 plus five plus four? Okay. All right. to you know, Too much math, Dominic. God damn, again, why are you asking me to do fucking math? <laughs> because I have to. I mean, uh, I, you know, it's it's something that makes me feel good about myself is when you try to do math, Mr. College I can confir- boy. I can confirm that is $111 million. Okay. What the numbers I just rattled off. I mean, like, in your in in your expertise area, what what is the Angels missing? I mean, from what it looks like, Trevor Story, Javi Baez, Trevor Bauer, Kershaw, Freeman, Scherzer, Bryant, Arenado. It's like there's a bunch of people that I mean, it looks like there's a bunch of people here that would, you know, take up some cap space be a good addition to the are you team saying that the angels are going to sign nolan arenado when he just signed a deal with the rockies and then get straight into the cardinals bro it says i said right here free free agents mlb 2022 oh 2020 god damn it fucking google you have to the 2020 free agents or 2021 free agents son of a bitch make me look fucking stupid and i'm the smartest one on this fucking podcast you absolutely hate to see it. It says something. Okay. Can we actually talk about teams that matter? And well, we didn't even talk about, I didn't even ask you the thing is Shohei done in Los Angeles. Maybe not now, but is there going to be some sort of blow up later, which is something we don't normally see with like these Japanese players. Like normally they're, you know, very nice and they don't pull these types of power moves, but he's fucking Shohei Otani. He can do whatever the hell he wants. I mean, they could be nice, but I mean, he can, he also, it's, you know, he has the ability to be like, look, I'm not fucking a last place team or a second to last place team. You know, like, how about, you know, he's probably done the research or, you know, he has people that's done the research saying like, look, we, we can afford to go after this guy, to go after this guy, to go after that guy. Like, why aren't we making these moves? You know, he has the ability to voice his opinion if, you know, if he crosses the line. the angels respect that opinion. Dominic. Hopefully, you know, it's always nice to respect one's opinion. But if the angels have an issue with that, I mean, they'll come down like any other team. They'll be like, I, right, you know, because you're bad mouthing, you're suspended you know, without paying, they'll, they'll teach him a, a lesson, but then, you know, he has the ability to say, fuck you guys, I'm out. So it's a, it's a sticky situation. I don't think he's done, but he's probably going to be more vocal about this coming, you know, as soon as they can start talking to free agents and everything like that, I'm, I'm sure he's going to be more vocal. And if they don't do anything, you know, weirder things have happened. Okay, let's get back into the American League wild card. So, yes, the Red Sox playing the Nationals, the red hot Seattle Mariners, who've won four in a row, tied. They are playing the Angels, and the Blue Jays are facing the Baltimore Orioles. Um, Red Sox are the only team on the road. I know this might be kind of a lot of math to try to figure out what you think is going to happen, Dominic, even though it doesn't matter. Who do you think, when all things are said and done, when the dust settles, Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, who is going to be in the American League wild card? Well, we have a tie. I think you will have a no. The Yankees are two games up, you said, right? Yes. So they're pretty, I mean, they're going to be in the playoffs. It's just a matter of if they're one or two. Yeah. So I'll, I'll make sure I'll put the Yankees there somewhere. 
No, I'm, I'm going to say the Blue Jays are going to sweep and Red Sox are going to go one of two. So it's going to be a Yankees and Red and a Blue Jays battle. Um, what about the uh, Seattle Mariners? Fuck the Mariners. Wow. I mean, like, I kind of feel the same way. Like, yeah, fuck the Mariners because they eliminated the A's. But they're like an but, underdog. A but then it's underdog. also, but it's also like the Mariners. They fucking suck. They haven't been in the playoffs in like 20 years. I feel kind of bad for them. So it's like. But they eliminated your A's. Yeah, but it's not like it was the Astros who did it. Fucking mm. butt fucks over there. Cheaters. Cheaters. But uh, I will go with the Yankees, number one. And I'm going to go with the Red Sox falling off a cliff. Juan Soto is going to fucking just drop diesel all over them. And we're going to get Seattle, Toronto, playoff or play in Monday. And we're going to get Seattle, New York playing the wild card game. Boom. Lock it in. Jesus Christ. That's a lot of uh, logistics there. Hate to be that uh, person booking those flights. But uh, let's move on over to the National League. As I said, everything is set in stone in terms of the teams. We just don't know what the Giants and the uh, Dodgers will be doing. So currently the Giants have a two-game lead over those Doyers. They were losing to the Diamondbacks. They were able to come back, hit a walk-off. The Dodgers just absolutely crushed the poor Padres Padres losing the last six games, but yes, the giants winning their last six while the Dodgers have won their last four. So both teams are just on fire right now and going into the weekend, both teams or the giants playing the Padres who, as I said, lost their last six while the Dodgers playing the Milwaukee Brewers, both teams, quote unquote, good teams. Yep. But it's the weekend Milwaukee, similar situation to the Rays where they're, don't got to play for anything. I believe they're locked into that uh, second seed. Yeah, they're locked into the second seed, so they don't really need to do anything. The Padres, who knows what's going on for them? They're just going to take the weekend off and just say, you know, fuck this, we're done. See, my thing is if the Brewers were smart, they would go hard really and make sure they hit them. They make the Dodgers play a wild card game because they're going to go against the red hot Cardinals and you know, maybe they get knocked out in the wild card game. Just saying, because, you know, I'm going to put my Giants hat back on. Fuck the Dodgers. And yeah, the, Do- yeah. the Dodgers are, I forget what the exact record is, but they are, they might break the record for the most wins for a uh, second place team, which is kind of crazy. But they have 103 wins. The Giants have 105. Oh, that's crazy. I'm going to go. Each team, I think we're going to still have the Giants number one, Dodgers number two. Each team is going to take two out of two out of three. They're going to they're going to do well. So that's going to set up the uh, Cardinals versus the Dodgers. I think that's what we're both predicting here. Yep. Or Padres, the Cardinals red hot winning 17 in a row before losing. They did win their last game. Thoughts on just what the fuck they've been doing. And this is kind of worst case scenario for the Dodgers. They show the Dodgers, you know, super talented, everything like that. But facing a super hot team going to the playoffs, just one game. That, that's all it takes to to see you later, alligator. And well, I mean, I don't know what Kool-Aid they were drinking in St. Louis, but they should have been drinking a long time ago because, I mean, it was fucking that win streak was phenomenal. And that was right at the right moment, too. So that kudos to them. And hopefully it just carries on into the wild card and they beat the Dodgers because. Once again, fuck the Dodgers. 
but I would like to see Dodgers Giants for the NLCS. I think that'd be fun. Even though I would want the, the Braves in there for obvious reasons. After this topsy turvy year I've had with my predictions, I could still get my Braves against, I guess, my Yankees in the World Series. I can still be right because I'm just going to take an L on my Super Bowl prediction at the moment. But we'll talk about that later. I don't even remember my Super Bowl prediction, to be honest. I believe it was the uh, the Seahawks against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Something like that. Yep, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Can't happen. Literally can't happen unless there's some sort of realignment just midway. Yeah, I know because you're an asshole and you fuck it. I know I said it was going to be a repeat. After I made that bad, bad mistake. Yeah. So we're not going to get into like the playoff predictions. We'll talk about that next week. But uh, Dominic is going to say the Cardinals are going to are going to beat the Dodgers in the wild card game. Because he's definitely not biased, unbiased podcaster right here, right? I mean, do, do we need to talk about your opinion, your biases over here? My biases? Is I mean, it biases? I don't, I don't have any biases against either the Dodgers or the Cardinals, even though I did, you know, I picked the Cardinals to make the, uh, to win the division. That didn't exactly happen because I didn't drink the Kool Aid earlier enough. But I mean, I'm pretty sure like you were trying to, you said, oh, we're going to go to a Giants playoff game. And I was like, nah. So, you know, you're a slut now. I'm a slut because I want to go to a a baseball game yeah because you're because our a's can't make the cut i mean just because i'm going to a giants game doesn't mean i need to root for the giants i can just go there you know as an unbiased baseball podcasting journalist or i can root against whoever the fuck they're playing either the dodgers or or i guess that can't be like we can't get a dodger giant nlcs because whoever wins has a place oh hate to see it all right let's move on okay moving on let's get into Week four of the NFL, otherwise known as. So we had Thursday night, the Bengals defeating the Haxonville Haguars 24 to 21. Jaguars played very well uh, throughout the entirety of the game, but they could have really put it away early in the first half. Could have got them 21-0, did not got stuffed at the goal line. Bengals came back. Um, Bengals three and one. Shout out, Mr. X. You guys are doing fantastic. Good upset win against the Steelers. Maybe that's not exactly an upset, but we'll talk about the Steelers later. Uh, Dominic, thoughts on this game and the bank? Is this the Bengals being legit? Is this the Bengals playing down to the competition? The Jaguars playing better? What'd you make of this game and how it panned out? It was good. No, I'm joking. Um, I want to give it to the Bengals actually maybe putting all their pieces together finally with, you know, draft picks and, and signings and just everything in between. Um, Jacksonville, I mean, past few years haven't really played well. So, I mean, I'm not really giving their win against them any real, you know, credit. But the win against the Steelers, I'll give it to them. Um, I don't think Nick Bosa played that – or. Not Nick Bosa, uh, the Watt brother, whatever one was, TJ or whatever. I don't know there his name. Go. We're going for TJ Watt. Um, I don't think he played, which, you know, when he was in that game against the Raiders, he was fucking just beating the shit. But when he's not in the game, Steelers defense isn't uh, honestly all that it's cracked up to be. So, you know, but I'll still, I'll still, I'll give that win a lot more credit than the one over Jacksonville because even though Jacksonville played well, like you said, they just couldn't get the job done. 
Yeah, it's always hard to take too, too much away from these Thursday night games because it is a Thursday night game. But uh, the Jaguars definitely showed some promise. Uh, hopefully they get a win. I mean, they've lost 19 games in a row. Not exactly great, but um, the Bengals have surprised me. Like I thought they would be you know, competitive for a lot of their games, but three and one uh, through the first four games of the season. Both of us were kind of dogging the Jamar Chase pick and saying they should have got an offensive lineman, but. You know, they kept Joe Burrow upright for the most part during this game. Yes, it's against the Jaguars, but and yeah, it was against a TJ less TJ Wattless Steelers, but they've held up quite well, a lot better than I thought thus far. So do you with the tough division, quote unquote, maybe the Steelers are taking a step back, but with the Ravens, the Browns, do you see maybe I mean it's kind of hard to see the Bengals as like a legit playoff contender, but do you kind of see them in a better light and possibly, you know, flirting with a wild card or more? I mean, I'll, I'll say yes, just because of the fact that they are three and one and that's, you know, that's good for them to be honest. Um, but I I'll be looking towards next year or the year following if they can, you know, keep Burrow healthy, get that offensive line real sturdy so then they can give him more time and maybe get a few extra little key pieces in there. But um, you know, as long as everyone stays healthy and happy, I mean, it's a possibility they can get that wild card. All right, let's move on over to the Sunday games. We got the New York football jets hosting the Tennessee Titans. The Titans are two and one jets are winless thus far. Do they keep it that way? Dominic? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, the jets just are, are bad. Yeah, yeah. There's no no way you can really just sugarcoat it. Try to be nice to any of those Jets fans that listen to us in New Jersey. But um, yeah, we uh, you guys suck. Yeah, I gotta agree. I think uh, King Henry's gonna eat. It's gonna be AJ Brown is questionable. Julio Jones is also dealing with something, so it's probably gonna be a Derrick Henry game, and it's gonna be ugly. I would I would assume a get right game for the Titans, even though they are two and one, but uh, still a little disappointing from what they've done thus far. Uh, then we get a surprising matchup between one and two teams. The Kansas city chiefs one and two last place in the, in the AFC West. They take on the uh, Philadelphia Eagles Eagles coming off of a blowout loss against the Dallas Cowboys Monday night. Uh, get right game for both of these teams. Um, what, what do you see here between uh, Kansas I mean, city and Philly? I, I pretty much expect fucking Kansas city just to, literally just unprotected sex rape fucking the shit out of the Eagles. I'm sorry. It's Pat Mahomes should fucking just go off to Sunday or Sunday. It's a given he, if he doesn't go off, then there's huge issues in Kansas city. Yeah, I got to agree with you. I think this is going to be just, very similar to what the Cowboys did to the Eagles, maybe even worse because the Chiefs are probably a little angry. And uh, Andy Reid revenge game. Shout out Andy Reid. Hopefully he's uh, better. I know he's out of the hospital. Don't know exactly what his health status is, if he'll be able to uh, be on the sideline for a Sunday. But uh, shout out Andy Reid, coach against his old team. I would assume the Chiefs win this pretty handily. Jalen Hurts, fantasy-wise, is doing well. Real football-wise, not so much, even though they do have some good offensive pieces over there. So, uh it's it's a tough sledding for the Eagles because they have a lot of injuries they're dealing with, and they also have a, a very tough schedule these upcoming weeks. I would not be shocked if they're like one and four, one and five uh, in these in the next month. Then a surprisingly great 
matchup. We get the uh, Dallas Cowboys hosting the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers are undefeated thus far. Long break from their Thursday night game last week. So coming into this game, well rested while the Cowboys have a short week coming off their Monday night game upset Carolina, Dominic. What, what do you, what are you thinking here? You think I mean, Carolina, Carolina's playing good. I don't, Man. I wouldn't really consider it an upset if they were to win this game. I no think CMC though. So that is, that hurts them. Oh, then definitely an upset then. Definitely. No, um, I, I think Carolina's playing great. I mean, if we were talking about, I don't know the, I don't know the jets beating them. Yeah. I'd say it's a fucking major upset, but Carolina's a decent to pretty good team right now. So if they, I, I have my, ah, but it fucking Dax is, doing Dak things god damn it um uh, you know what i'll go with the cowboys because i feel like they're a little more tight-knit just because uh sam what's his name sam arnold right arnold uh because that's his it's his first year with the panthers he might they're still probably working out some kinks so i'll go with the cowboys still i'm gonna let it ride go with my panthers undefeated this is I want to say it's going to be a shootout, but it, you know, it's kind of, I don't know what we're going to see from that Panthers defense. I, I really do like what the Cowboys defense has been doing, especially Trayvon Diggs. He's been phenomenal. I think three interceptions in the first three games. So he's going to lock down DJ Moore, I assume, but I'm going to go with the Panthers and maybe more of a little defensive struggle than what we were to expect. Then we get the New York football giants traveling to the Superdome to take on the new Orleans saints. Saints beat the uh, New England Patriots last week, so kind of a get-right game for them. Home debut, first game in the Superdome. Dominic, do the Saints continue to roll and uh, flex their muscles against the Giants? I just want to say I did not expect Jameis to beat the Patriots. I'm sorry. I I thought he was just going to do Jameis things and just fucking interception, fumble, incomplete, incomplete, you know, whatever. But he kind of impressed me a little bit. I mean, I'm not going to start waving his flag around, but I'll definitely keep my eye on him. With that being said, the Giants, eh, they're, eh. so I'll go with the Saints. Yep, got to ride with the Saints as well. Saquon Barkley doing better, getting more touches. Tough uh, New Orleans defense, but with the I mean, the Giants also have kind of like a sneaky, decent defense as well. So maybe they give Jameis some fits, but going to go with the Saints. Get the job done. Probably not a blowout, but they'll win by a touchdown. Then we get the Cleveland Browns taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Browns are two and one. Vikings are one and two. A big game for the Vikings, I would say, trying to, you know, get back to 500. Don't want to fall too, too deep behind in that division. Home game. Dalvin Cook looks like he's on the right track to play. Sucks for people who had him. But his ass, he fucking better play. It, you know, it really sucks for people who had him as a fantasy team and didn't realize that, you know, what? maybe you he wasn't going to play and then you didn't pick up Alexander Madison and then Madison goes off. He had a fantastic game last week and he just carries you. you to a fantasy victory against I your podcasting you. co-host. I fucking hate you. You know, what, Dominic, blame the San Lorenzo Homeowners Association. If it wasn't for them bitching and complaining about the front of our house and I had to paint, I, you know, I had to wake up at like 730 in the morning. So I woke up, I saw that Dalvin Cook was out. And I picked up Alexander Madison, and there you go. So blame the San Lorenzo Homeowners Association. No. thought we were friends, but I guess we're just co-hosts now. It hurts. No, I, I told you it, we're friends now, but from Thursday night 
And then for Sunday into Monday, we're, you know, mortal enemies. No. And then no. we're friends again. So I don't know who you're playing this week, but if you need any help, any fantasy advice, you know, I'm here for you, buddy. I mean, if I wasn't worried about some about playing somebody, I would just totally be like, fuck you and and end this chat. But you know, I might need some help. So I'm gonna shut the fuck up now. All right. So uh Dalvin Cook probably gonna maybe gonna play for the Vikings, taking on the Browns, very similar type of team. You know, they really want to run the ball, establish the dominance. Uh Browns, I would say, have the advantage on defense. What do you see in this one? I mean, I feel like if the Vikings don't beat the Browns, I feel like then the Vikings aren't going to do much the rest of the season. Not trying to say the Browns aren't a good team. They are been, they've been playing a lot better than maybe the last few years, but the Vikings need this game. This is their game. If they don't win it, then they have they need to take a step back and look at you know what the real issue is. So I'm going to go with the Vikings. It's their get right game. There we go. Vikings are kind of a weird team because offensively they're really good. They're putting up a lot of points, um, but it's once again, the defense is just kind of letting them down and they're just getting outscored, which is how you lose football games. Dominic, you don't score as many points as you allow, but I'm going to go with the Browns. I, I like what I saw from them last week. I mean, they just absolutely destroyed the bears. Not saying that's any big accomplishment, but I think offensively the Browns are going to be able to keep up you know, try to ground and pound with Chubb and Hunt and try to keep the ball away from Kirk Cousins. So I'll go with ground the Browns. and pound with Chubb and Hunt. That's a, that's a great sentence there you right go. there. There you go. Uh, then moving on, we get the matchup between two terrible teams in the NFC North. We get the Chicago Bears hosting against the Detroit Lions. I do not even know who is starting because I know Matt Nagy said something about how like all three quarterbacks are on the table, but I have not seen thus far who's exactly starting i thought i thought i saw um something about justin fields i think he was going to play like it was like something okay so adam Schefter tweeted 19 minutes ago that bears head coach matt Nagy is saying that the starting quarterback for sunday's matchup against the lions will be a game time decision fucking fantastic well Fields did have a second full day of practice today. So, I mean, I, I feel like it's going to be Fields, honestly. Or they're just going to throw some random-ass motherfucker in there. It's time for Big Dick Nick, baby, to make his illustrious comeback, lead the, the uh, Bears to a Super Bowl. If that happens, I would fucking shit myself again. Wouldn't be, I was going to say it wouldn't be the first time. But I'm going to go with the Lions. I think this is – if the Lions don't beat the Bears, which – even in reality, a lion would beat a bear. I'm just saying, if the lions don't beat the bears, then they're not going to get a win this season. So the bears released their injury report. Uh, Justin Fields was a full participant. He played uh, Andy Dalton questionable going into the game. So I don't know if it's like if Dalton can go, if they're going to pick Dalton over Fields, but uh, Fields now look good against the Browns, but it was also like he barely had any time to play or, you know, to run the offense. And also it seemed like they didn't have any, they didn't have a special package. They didn't, you know, treat and change the offense to cater to Justin Fields. So we need a new head coach in Chicago. Yeah. It's crazy because I would assume this would be Nagy's last year if they don't make the playoffs. So why don't you just fucking throw everything up against the wall and just see if it sticks. You traded the entire farm to get Justin Fields. Might as well try to make it work 
if you know this is your last season, but uh, what do I know? I'm going to go with the Lions to get a win. Fuck it. I kind of like what the Lions have been doing this season, and the Bears are kind of a dumpster fire at the moment. So I'm going to go with the Lions with the upset. Question before we move on. Do you think Khalil Mack has anything worth trading for? I know when he was on the Raiders and he was putting up those fucking great numbers, he had, you know, trade value. Does he still have it, you think? I mean, is he still a viable? I mean, he still has trade value. He's not exactly first couple years Khalil Mack, but he's, he's still one of the better linemen, linebackers in the league. So, I mean, I don't know if you can get value from him like what the Raiders got, but I mean, the Raiders were apparently in talks to get him back. So, yeah, uh, he he can stay there. Dang. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it. Raiders doing uh, pretty good with their defensive line. Then we get the Buffalo Bills hosting the Houston Texans, led by the god Davis Mills, taking on Josh Allen, who's an okay quarterback. He, but he's no Davis Mills. Dominic, does Davis Mills prove he's the dominant quarterback? and beat the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo? No. Okay. I mean, I got to ride with the Bills. I'm sorry. Because, you know, no one circles the wagons. Just like David Mills, right? Like the Buffalo Bills. Oh, Buffalo Bills. Yes. Uh, Moving on then, we get the 0-3 Colts traveling to Miami to take on the Dolphins. Uh, Two was on the IR, so it will be be Jacoby Brissett once again. Uh, Dolphins put up a hell of a fight almost. Beat the Raiders last week. Uh, Carson Wentz, you know, still kind of banged up. 0-3. We thought the Colts would be flirting with the division, but if you're 0-4, I know it's another, you know, 17-game schedule this year, but it's a big, big hole to climb out of if you start the season 0-4. Yeah, and to be honest, the Dolphins behind Berset, I think, I'm not going to say are, you know, a Super Super Bowl-bound team, but what I saw in Las Vegas, it's something that you should be, you know, concerned about. So I'm going to go with my Miami Colts. Just, you know, Carson Wentz to me just doesn't seem confident behind center. So I'm going to go with Miami. The Miami Dolphins? I mean, is there any wait, other team? Wait, you said Miami Colts, unless there was like a period. Oh, there was like a, there's like a, like a semicolon explanation point hyphen okay so it was it was miami comma colts yes colts suck dick okay got it got it got it um i agree with you i'm gonna go with the dolphins i i am streaming the dolphins defenses so hopefully they can make the colts lives a living hell and um they were quite i mean i'm not gonna say they're like impressive kind of like what you were saying but jacoby percent solid veteran quarterback He's not going to make the mistakes that uh, Tua is, but he's not going to throw it all over the place, you know, 40 yards downfield. So if they just kind of, you know, death by a thousand paper cuts and just hold on to the ball, Dolphins get the win here. I then, mean, I mean, he can just keep tossing to his tight end like he did last week and get me a lot of points. Exactly. Definitely not. We're not biased here, but we definitely need Mike Gusecki to score all the touchdowns and the Miami defense to score a bunch of touchdowns as well. Then we get the Washington football team taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Both are one and two. Um, I'm just going to say this right now. I will take the L on picking the Washington football team to make it to the Super Bowl. I am out. Uh, Hopefully that four weeks in, I can be able to change my pick. I know Ryan Fitzpatrick is terrible, but 
or he's injured, but the main reason I picked them was because their defense and God, their, their defense is awful. They are terrible. I don't know what the hell happened to them. I'm going to go with the Falcons because I am, I'm four games in. I'm already jumping off of the bandwagon that I was leading a couple weeks ago. I mean, if you want to officially change it, I will allow it. If you let me to officially change mine. Okay. We're going to officially change it right now. So I got the bills in the AFC going up against the Rams. You're going bills and Rams. Nice. That's, that's, that's uh, going to fucking score a thousand points. It's pretty crazy. Um, I'm see like, you know, I'm a little biased here, but you know, don't do it. Don't jinx them. <laughs> um, no. So, I mean, I, trust me, I would love fucking love to see that happen. I'm not even going to say it. Cause you know, once you say it, then fuck it. Um, we're going to take a drive down I five around February time. Maybe. maybe not, maybe just, you know, not like be inside the building, maybe like around the building. You know what? I'm gonna say this, Brandon. I will, I will take your bills as well. Okay. And I'm gonna give it up, give up that ass. Should I? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the bills, and I'm gonna go with. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna go with Carolina. Okay, okay you're gonna go with. My Bills and my Carolina Panthers love to see it. I could just go Carolina and the, the Broncos, but for, I will talk about the Broncos in a little bit. But Dominic Washington Falcons, uh, two kind of subpar team. Okay, you got the Falcons as well. Big game for Mike Davis. So we come calling. Uh, then we get a battle of the NFC West. The 49ers hosting the Seattle Seagulls. 49ers two and one. Seagulls one and two. 49ers should be three and oh but they left 37 seconds on the clock for aaron Rodgers, which is too much time <laughs> i watched that i fucking yell my brother was like that's game that's game i'm like bro 30 seconds with aaron Rodgers? are you kidding me he's gonna fucking drive it downfield no it's over it's over and fucking let's just say there was yelling after because they lost yeah i don't know if we can i don't know what the hell the 49ers secondary was doing it's like you have one job just make sure Devonte adams doesn't get behind you and yet that's what happened every single play. It's a one person. You can't let that happen. And yeah, I, I mean, without Robert Saul, the 49ers defense is a little questionable at the moment, but uh, NFC West division game do the Seahawks who should maybe be undefeated, but you know, they've let some game, they've let those two games slip by them. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Russell Wilson is playing good. I'm not really putting a lot of blame on him. Um, I feel like their defense is, I think just this year and this season in general, defenses that we believe should be top tier aren't really working out very well. So I'm going to go with the Seahawks just because I think it's their get their shit together game. And, you know, like you said, the 49ers, their secondary kind of shit the bed last week. So it should be a good game at least. I'm going to go with the 49ers uh, to get the win here. The Seahawks defense or the run defense, especially is just terrible. Yeah, I know they got a, but they got everything banged up over there, but um, if Elijah Mitchell plays, that's definitely going to help them. So I'm going to go with the 49ers. You got a questionable George Kittle still, by the way. Yes. George Kittle questionable 
as well. But that's not really what the 49ers want to do. Yes, Kittle's their best player offensively, but they really want to run the ball and establish their dominance that way. So if they can just keep it out of the hands of Russell Westbrook or Russell Wilson, I mean, I don't think they want the hands of Russell Westbrook, but if they get, uh, you know, hold on to the ball for 40, 35 minutes, something like that, which is probably impossible. But uh, I'm going to go with the 49ers to win the game. Staying in the NFC West, we got the undefeated Cardinals taking on the undefeated LA Rams in SoFi Stadium. Probably the matchup of the afternoon. DeAndre Hopkins is banged up coming into this game. But as I said, I'm picking the Rams to make the Super Bowl because they are the hottest team, maybe the best team in the NFL. They go and they just absolutely mollywop the defending Super Bowl champions. Dominic, wow. thoughts on what the Rams have been doing thus far with Matt Stafford as a you quarterback. Know, I think I, I think when that trade first happened, Goff and Stafford, I think I just totally said dog shit, like old washed up, whatever kind of just, you know, being an ass. He is making me just eat piles of dog shit for saying that because he is just fucking banging up them bitches called the other team. You, 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 that, you like that? Did you like that? I was, Beautiful analysis right there, Dominic. You can't get that anywhere else but for balls and chair shots. No, but um, no, I, I'm 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 not gonna say blown away by how they've been playing, but they've been playing a fucking pretty good, damn good. And I can see why you picked them being Super Bowl. So they are going up against the Arizona Cardinals. I forget exactly what the record is, but the Cardinals have not beaten the Rams with like the last two or three years. I mean, does that continue here? You know what? I know you picked them and they've been kicking ass, but I think the Cardinals have a fighting chance. Murray's has been crazy. I know Hopkins is hurt, but I, I think I'm going to I'm going to give it to the underdog, the Cardinals. I'm going to go with the Rams. I think the line's like four and a half. I think they're oh, it looks like the mailman's at the door. I'm going to go with the Rams to win by a touchdown. Kyler Murray MVP. Exactly, Stella. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Dominic, then we get then we get the Packers taking on the Steelers. We talked about the Packers making the comeback. Steelers losing to the Bengals. What do you think about this game? I mean, I, I'm hoping there's a good possibility that the Steelers actually put up a fight. Maybe put some pressure on Aaron Rodgers. Don't give him too much time. Don't let him get out of the pocket. Um, I'm also hoping that Green Bay just beats the shit out of them. So I think I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers putting up a freaking huge amount of points, touchdowns, everything you can think of, plus more going with Green Bay. Yeah, I'm going with Green Bay as well. I was never like all in, like thinking the Steelers were going to be that great. But uh, Big Ben just has not looked very good. Yes, TJ Watts coming back, which should help their defense. But uh, Deontay Johnson's banged up as well. I think Juju's also hurt a little bit. Packers in Lambeau. It's going to be tough. Aaron Rodgers is doing Aaron Rodgers thing. So uh, maybe a quieter day for Aaron Jones, but I think through the air, the Packers are going to get it done. Then the final of the afternoon games, we get a surprisingly good matchup, I guess. I guess we'll find out how good the matchup actually is when the Denver Broncos host the Baltimore Ravens. This is a kind of prove it game for the Broncos. They are 3-0, but they have beaten the worst three teams in the league taking on the Ravens, which they, you know, lost to the Raven or they lost to the Raiders. They beat 
the uh, Chiefs, but then they barely squeak one out against the Lions. So we don't know exactly what to make of the Ravens quite yet. Do the Broncos kind of establish that they are legit in this game? I'm torn because, like you like you just said, they beat the three worst teams. The Ravens lose to a pretty decent Raider team, beat the shit out of Kansas City, you know, who were in the Super Bowl last year, and then barely beat the Lions. So it's kind of hard for me to really say which team is better. I mean, being the fact that the Ravens beat the Chiefs, I would say that would make them realistically the better team. Um, So I think I'll go with the Ravens. It may be a close game, but I don't think – I think the Broncos are going to have, like, a key interception, a key fumble, something that's really just going to fuck them up and it will give the Ravens the edge. This game is really close, I think, on the line. I think – Broncos opened as a point favorite, but I think it's switched over to the Ravens as a point favorite. So it's kind of a pick them here. Dominance going with the Ravens. I will go with the Broncos. The high atmosphere is probably going to affect the Ravens a little bit. I like the defense of the Broncos. Vaughn Miller is back. He's doing his thing. Um, and the wide receivers are kind of falling. You got Jerry Judy and, uh, oh my God, KJ Hamler. Both of them are out. KJ Hamler's done for the season. So hopefully, Corton Sutton goes off. Definitely not biased whatsoever, but I'm going to go with the Broncos. Maybe not a pretty win, maybe like an ugly, you know, 16, 13, 16, 10 type of game. Then the Sunday night game, the matchup everybody's talking about, you know, Tom Brady returns to Foxborough as the Buccaneers face the New England Patriots. Buccaneers coming off of that loss against the Rams. Patriots coming off the loss against the Saints. Uh, it's going to be very emotional. It's going to be a, a spectacle. It's going to be a hootenanny. Or a hoedown. But you're going to ask me, Dominic, who, what happens? No, you were supposed gonna... to just go hootenanny. They would just go back and forth for the rest of the podcast. No, because that's not what the people want to hear. They want to hear my shitty analysis and then your great analysis. So it makes everything okay. And that's why this is an okay podcast. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm. Easy, easy answer here is to go Tom Brady just fucking, you know, slam dunks it, alley-oops it, touchdowned it, everything in this game. Um, I, Mac Jones is playing all right, but, I mean, it, it's Tom Brady, and they got they got a good receiving core, a good run core. They got everything. So Tampa Bay all the way, and, you know, you, you know, does Tom Brady go to Belichick, shake his hand? I think they do that. Unless, you know, it's all the work and they're trying to. Is it, know, does he get all. any booze because he did not resign with the Patriots? He chose to leave. I mean, he, you, if you're New England, you can't boo Tom Brady. Even if you hate. That's true. Even, even if that's you true. hate what he did, like leaving you guys, the man won you whatever it was, six Super Bowls. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's true. Okay, yeah. My bad, my bad, my bad. I know they're Boston. Boston fans could be assholes. Maybe it depends on what the Red Sox are doing. If the Red Sox are, you know, they shit the bed and get swept and they're out of the playoffs, maybe they'll be a little angry and they take it on Tom Brady. Could be a possibility. Which would be fucking amazing to watch. I agree with you. I think the uh, Buccaneers are going to come out and just, you know, shit all over the Patriots. Coming off that loss against the Rams, Brady is going to be in fuck you mode. And may also, you know, just the added incentive of doing in Foxborough, the only team 
Tom Brady has not beaten is the New England Patriots. So I think he checks that one off and beats all whatever 30, 32 teams. I I forget yep. if there's like an expansion team or something. Nope, nope. But 32. Nope, nope, 32. All 32 teams. Boom. I, you know, I forgot if you like, you know, beat the Oilers or something. But then on Monday night, we get the Las Vegas Raiders, the undefeated Las Vegas Raiders taking on the, not the San Diego, the Los Angeles. For some reason, I always say Las Vegas Raiders, but the Chargers are the ones that fucked me up. The Los Angeles Chargers, both teams coming off of uh, good wins. Chargers upset the Chiefs. Raiders barely squeaking by with the Dolphins. I thought I was going to have to do the bit where I just never picked the Raiders again after I picked them last week to win. I thought they are going to lose, but apparently I'm not a curse, so I can pick whoever I think is actually going to win down which I know who I'm picking. Brandon, this is the one pick of the week you need to go first with. So I'm torn. I do like the Chargers. Obviously, I like the Raiders. Um, the Chargers defense hasn't like, I mean, I wasn't expecting too, too much for them, but, you know, they, they were able to get those key turnovers from the Chiefs, but the Chiefs have had some issues turning the ball over, especially SCEH. But the Raiders' defense, I mean, they were really good, and then they were bad, but then they kind of turned it on late. Derek Carr, he's been lighting it up, leads the league in passing yards. I will go with the Raiders. Definitely not jinxing them. Don't blame me. Don't shoot the messenger. But on Monday night, prime time, Raiders did well last time. I think they're going to do it again. So, how I said the Broncos, you know, this is the Broncos, uh, you know, game with the Ravens to see how where they are because they are three and zero, but they have only played bad teams. I feel like this is another test for the Raiders. Chargers are first of all, the Chargers have always been a thorn in the Raiders' side. I mean, I'm pretty sure we can agree upon that. So, that being said. I feel like this Chargers team is just going to – they're going to come – or actually, we're going there, right? Yeah, so we're going to go in there, and they're going to sh- they're just going to fire everything at us. It's going to be a great game. It should be a great game. I will pick my Raiders as well, just like I always do, because I'm a fucking ride-or-die kind of girl, okay? But the Chargers also – Hair Bear has been fucking just – amazing as well so it's going to be a great game i'll go with with the los angeles raiders because you know they're in la you know know, los angeles second favorite team behind the rams but still in front of the chargers uh it's apropos you know we have the Bengals kicking off the week thursday night they get a win then our raiders close the week hopefully with the win maybe it's going to be 24 21 You, you never know you know, it'd just be just be so beautiful if that actually happens. So we can uh, sk- skip over to the Thursday night game. I've already forgotten who's a Thursday night game. If the NFL would like to load with my Taco Bell Wi-Fi, they're seeing these beautiful three black dots. I'm getting the advertisement for Tylenol. Get some arthritis relief. We get a big NFC West matchup with the Rams taking on the Seattle Seahawks. The uh, Seagulls are going to be home. Uh, I know, obviously, it's going to be dependent on what happens last week or this week. Dominic, uh, any thoughts on this matchup? I mean, oh, this I'll one's on it... Fox and Amazon, so you can actually Oof, watch the game this time. Watch it, yay! Um, I'll go with 
Los Angeles just because they're clearly the better team right now. Uh, agreed. So that is it with the sports and Dominic's picks. Let's go on over to the mailbag, otherwise known as. <coughs> don't rate me, don't rate me. Mr. X's questions hey, of the week. Bum, bum. Bum, bum. Um, <clears throat> uh, by the way, um, you know, we lost a fan, right? We lost a fan. Yeah. In memoriam. Well, no, not not death. Like we don't like they're no longer a fan of the podcast. What happened, Dominic? What did I do? No, I mean, because, you know, Brandon, who's our number one fan? My number one fan is Haley. Exactly. And what podcast did she do? She did Trap Door to Hell. But before that, she did do Mushroom Cloud Productions. So it wasn't like she made her podcast debut with Trap Door to Hell. I'm just just saying, you know, like if she's our number one fan and she's with, you know, our, you know, and, you know, well, I guess half is an enemy. But still. Feel a little, feel a little hurt. <laughs> so I guess this is a bad time to read out the and friends portion of the podcast from Ty Gundy twenty seven. <clears throat> Can the number one fan get a birthday shout out from the fellas today? Thanks, guys. <laughs> Damn, Dominic, you just burying Haley on the podcast, and then now you got to turn around and wish her a happy birthday on October first, twenty twenty one. Happy birthday! While they are at the happiest, happiest place, place on earth. Oh, look at us. So, you know, it's her birthday. They're at Disneyland. I mean, I'm definitely not expecting an Instagram post of her hand with a ring on it anytime <laughs> oh, soon. Shit. I mean, or if wait, he asks, wait, you know, or, or if he doesn't hang different... Shut the fuck up. Okay, fine. I was going to make a joke, but fine. You got some inside details, huh? Share I mean, I got details. no inside details, but I was going to ask if maybe oh. if he's not going to, if you're not going to propose the ring, if he was going to propose something else that weekend that we talked about. <laughs> And Dominic remembers. I'm very proud. Oh, God, COVID. <laughs> You're going to kill me. Stop. I don't want to go put oxygen back on. That was fucking shitty last night. All right. All joking aside, and I know Haley can take a joke, but she's a cool person, unlike some people I know. That's where you unmute your microphone. You're like, yeah, we're co- joking, asshole. Yeah, we're joking. This is definitely a joke. I mean, I wasn't part of this. This was Dominic just completely burying Haley on the podcast. No, I wasn't. It was a joke. I mean, she still put us over on the podcast because you definitely did listen, right? Only to her portion. Yes, exactly. Just her that's, portion. That's all I listened to. I just skipped, and as soon as I heard her voice, listen. As soon as I stopped, done. You know, on their podcast, he, I mean, I, I know you listened to this. But I'm just telling to the other people who didn't listen. Yeah, exactly. They, uh, they did a newlyweds game. So maybe... <laughs> We know maybe we should do a newlywed game. Maybe we make the studio audience make her podcast debut and chic. You know, you two can do it. Just a possibility. I mean, just throwing it out that there. would be well, that would be fun. But then I know if I get even just like one answer wrong, you're gonna have to fucking like mute, you're gonna have to like edit the shit out of it because she's gonna be saying, you know, certain words and beating me and stuff. So, okay, let's do a test run. Um, who said I love you first? Me. When, Studio was, what? Oh, oh yeah, she, she said she, she said, said uh, you was with. Oh, yeah. good. good job, good job. What do we win? Um, an all expense paid trip to picking her up at work. 
Anyways, let's get into Mr. X as he's patiently waiting for us to answer his question. So sorry, sorry, Mr. X. <clears throat> A very happy who day to you. Who day or who dead? Two wins in one week. Most importantly, being that the Bengals beat the Steelers. Have I mentioned that I hate Pittsburgh? Are the Bengals a legit playoff contender this season, or are they still a work in progress? I think they're a work in progress. I, we already touched on it earlier. I I mean, I give credit to them beating the Steelers. Not so much. The uh, other team. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I don't remember that. Fuck, my COVID brain sucks. Um, they beat the uh, Vikings with a walk-off kick. What? Really? That was week one. No. But no, the... The 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 blah 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 blah. COVID. I'm sorry. I got fucking COVID brain. Hang on. It was Steelers and then who? The Jaguars. Jaguars. I give them beating. I give them credit beating the Steelers, not the Jaguars. Um, you know, Brandon thinks that you know maybe a wild card. I'm not so hot on that, but it's a possibility. You know, we already kind of already talked about it, so you know we're answering his questions beforehand. You know, we're that that good of a podcast. I do want to see them play the Ravens and the Browns first to really get like a full set because I am kind of down on the Steelers now. So once once we kind of get a look at both of them or the Bengals against those two teams, then I can maybe you know have like a full set judgment on what I think of the Bengals. Okay, okay. Next question. Can Brady complete the sweep and defeat all 32 NFL teams with a win over the Patriots? Once again, kind of touched on it already. Yeah, I think they w- he will. I think the spread is seven and a half, Dominic. Are you going uh taking the bucks on that one? Uh uh but ye. Ye, it's gonna be it's gonna be ugly. Ugly? Ugly. No. Okay, no. I'm trying. Okay, next question. With the NHL on TNT now, do you think this will bring older fans and find newer ones since the game kind of fell off in popularity since the 04, 05, and the 2012, 2013 strikes? Plus, the fact that games are no longer shown on ESPN. Well, you know, big NHL podcast. We got all the games covered, all the angles of the upcoming NHL season covered. But um, I mean, it does. Are we Who's talking- your favorite player currently? Um, definitely not. Al, uh, Evander, I almost said Evander Holyfield. Evander Kane. He, uh, is that his yeah. name? Evander yeah, Kane. Totally not because you know he was in the news. So good job. Who's your favorite hockey player, Dominic? Oh, uh, that would. Pro- oh, there's a couple that I like. Um, I like it's too, the, uh, it's too hard to pick. Too hard to pick. I like the the girl goalkeeper from uh, the Mighty Ducks. That's what I'm You're gonna pick a fucking mighty duck, you, you mighty fuck. Yeah. Anyways, um, I forgot yeah. what I, when he said the uh, NHL going to TNT. I just assumed it was gonna go to AEW, but he's actually asking like a hockey question. Yeah, because he's a hockey fan. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just when I heard TNT, I just immediately went to wrestling, so I kind of blanked out on the the second half. But, um, I mean, being help being shown on ESPN should help. But I also would assume it's going to be kind of like Vince McMahon and his shiny new toys. The ESPN will like promote and talk about the NHL when like they have the games. But then once it's like football season and basketball season, then that's when it kind of gets put on the back burner again. Kind of like baseball when there's nothing going on. ESPN plugs baseball. They talk about it. But once football season rolls around, 
it's even during the World Series, it barely gets talked about. So what what I want to know, because I'm, you know, probably on the spectrum, honestly, especially with this COVID brand I got. um, He says no longer shown on ESPN. Is it because like, you know, there's only certain games on TNT or are we saying like no, like literally no NHL on ESPN? I thought they were bringing the bringing it back. Yeah, it says the NHL and ESPN forthcoming television presentation of National Hockey League comes on ESPN in 2021. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, moving on. Uh, now we're on to wrestling. Okay, Brandon, so you can take off your sports cap. Okay. What do you think will be the most, let's say, interesting move in the WWE draft? Oh, look at that, Mr. X. I put it on the script just to randomly talk about it, but he asks us about the draft, Dominic. The Rock, number one, going to SmackDown. The Rock laying the SmackDown on SmackDown. Um, I don't think we're going to get like too, too big of moves because they're going to keep the champions on one brand. Maybe they switch the IC in US, which is a possibility, but I don't see that happening. Um, With Bobby challenging biggie and then drew coming out the end of raw i i don't know if i i would assume one of them moves over to smackdown and maybe bobby turns face to face roman maybe and you can have the the hurt business even though that's a whole different thing why is the hurt business together when they were like beating up on each other and lashley was burying them whatever but i'm gonna say lashley goes to smackdown he turns face we can have the hurt business against the bloodline um, on the women's side, um, I think either Sasha or Bianca gets moved over to Raw, and I'm going to go with Bianca going to Raw. Those are kind of the two big moves, I say. Maybe a returning page? Mm. She's, you know, she's teasing. She's teasing you, Dominic. Oh, no. <laughs> um, for me, I was thinking you would probably possibly swap the main titles for once it's been a while since that's happened actually no hap- what was it two years ago three years ago i don't know i can't remember but um i was thinking maybe you swap the main titles and with that you swap some whenever of the bray other- wyatt was champion because they turned it from red to blue so that would be what when he beat seth right so 2019 in yeah 2019 yeah. so yeah so it's been a few but um, I, I think you, I, I think everything is going to get just totally swapped. It's gonna, you're going to have Bloodline to Raw, Hurt to SmackDown, um, with Big E going to SmackDown. I think everything's going to just get totally fucked. Because I actually like your idea. But that ain't going to happen. You know why? Because it's Vince. And Vince doesn't know what the fuck he's doing anymore. He might have dementia. I don't know. Okay. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do second to last question. Are you ready, Mister? Uh, what's your name again? Your name is Brandon Tanguma. Are you ready? An ultimate question. After last week's dark side of the ring, what do you think will be FMW's lasting legacy, innovation, and pushing the limits of the business, or just plain insanity? Also, thoughts on. Oh God. I'm going to fucking botch this name. It's it's an easy name. That's how bad my COVID brain is, Brandon. You know that? And that's not the name of the podcast, you dick. Oh, I already have it. I think I already have the podcast name. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Also thoughts on Onita. There we go. 
reviving FMW as FMW-E earlier this year. So I haven't seen Dark Side of the Ring yet, but when it comes to FMW's kind of legacy, I would kind of say it's like an island unto itself because it's, you know, different than Japanese wrestling. It's the ultimate deathmatch hardcore type stuff, you know, kind of where Cactus Jack, Terry Funk did their thing. So it, you know, it's historic, but it's also when it comes to like the grand scheme of things, like the overarching history of wrestling, it's kind of like just this little side thing that you talk about and, you know, has some branches into mainstream, but for the most part, it's just his own, its own thing, which is fine. It, it was an fine. ECW. It was an ECW, but it was equally historic. I would say, even though it didn't kind of, you know, branch and have the influence that the ECW had. I mean, so then would you consider it to this day and age, maybe like a, like a ring of honor PWG or something like that? Or would you, is it still not as popular? You would say. Well, it's just weird because, you know, it's over in Japan. I maybe equate it more to like a DDT, maybe something like that. Okay. Just, you know, curious. And last but not least, how long do you think Leo Rush will stick around this time? I don't know. The man has more retirements than Terry Funk, and he's only like 25 years old. So um, I'm excited to see what Leo Rush can do. Very, I mean, very undersized, but at the AEW roster, it shouldn't mean that much. His gimmick being kind of like an entrepreneur, I don't know if that leads him being a heel or a face. So, I mean, got to wait and see on that front. I'm I'm intrigued to see what Leo can do, whether he is just, if he's an actual wrestler, maybe he's more of a manager type thing. Uh, we shall see, Dominic. Thoughts on Leo being all elite? Yeah, I, I'm, I, well, when we saw him in the Battle Royal, I was like assuming, oh, he'll, he'll sign or whatever. And then he didn't. I'm like, oh, okay whatever and then next thing you know now he's back so I, I i don't know what i don't yeah didn't didn't really care for him i mean i liked him in wwe because of his chemistry with bobby but indies and everything else I, i'm not really a fan of his i just don't care enough to really follow all that much is that the last question well i did the pen open it with blah blah which was the FML, whatever it's fucking called. Now that I just did that one, right? Yeah. We normally like tie a bow on it. Oh, well, that is it for Mr. X's questions of this week. If you'd like to be like Mr. X, email us curveballncs at gmail.com. Look at you, Dominic. You're a fucking professional. All right, then moving over to the wrestling. Uh, Extreme Rules did happen on Sunday. Dominic, uh, any, any thoughts on the show in general? Anything stand out to you? Anything you want to discuss? Well, no, I don't think anything's really standing out right now at the moment. Um, I think we should just skip wrestling in general. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. At least cover AEW because it's Brody Lee's thing. Okay, well, we got AEW Dynamite. It did take place from Rochester, New York, home of Mr. Brody Lee. Uh, This is kind of a holdover from the pandemic. This was supposed to happen, you know, early in 2020. Lee was supposed to make his debut. Did not happen. And here we are in September doing the show. Finally, they kicked it. Out. Well, CM Punk was on commentary for the entirety of the show. First match, Jungle Boy taking on Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole gets the win, taking Jungle Boy to Dick Kick City and hits the boomstick last shot, whatever the fuck they call that thing uh, for the win. Solid match. Good match. The future of AEW 
right here and Adam Cole gets the win. I think as he should. I think so as well. Jungle Boy put up a really good fight. It it was actually surprisingly how well he wrestled and you know entertained one might say but no i'm uh i'm getting a little high on jungle boy and you know i think he has what it takes to be a champion then uh the elite come out and we get like a little bit of a uh, segment with them just kind of talking and brian danielson comes out he does you know trying to instigate kenny omega puts him over a little bit and then we get the whole kenny no balls type of thing and we will be getting Brian Danielson taking on uh, Nick Jackson on AEW Rampage tonight. Should be a lot of fun. Hopefully they're given a lot of time because, you know, Nick, obviously the Young Bucks are fantastic as a tag team, but Nick has had some spectacular singles matches, you know, in New Japan and in AEW when he's been given the chance. So this should be fun. I mean, is it kind of easy to say that there's going to be interference? I mean... There could no. be interference, but I think you have the excuse. He's not a champion and Brian should get his, you know, he should get his first win. He might win it via disqualification, but I would like to just have him beat him clean with whatever the label lock or the running knee. Not going to happen. I think uh, there's some shenanigans and he's 0 and 2, buddy. Or, oh, yeah. 0 and 2? 0 and 3? 0 and 2. You mean 0, 0 and 2? Oh my God, I forgot they're fucking stupid encounter draws. Yes, 0, 0 and 2. There we go. Then we get Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson taking on uh, Matt Seidel and Dante Martin. Uh, Martin, once again, gets a lot of shine in the match, but he ends up losing to Lee Johnson. Uh, Johnson gets the win. Arn uh, cuts a promo on Cody. It's the thing everyone's kind of talking about. Cody, uh, well, Arn kind of stops strapped, dog. Cody tells Cody that, you know, if someone just comes and runs up on you. You just let him steal your car, but Arn don't play that shit. He's going to take the Glock, point it at his fucking head, and sp- spill his brains all over the fucking concrete because Arn is a man. And then he you know, walks away with Lee Johnson, and now Cody is just all sad with his dick in his hand. <laughs> I'm sorry. When he's like, you know, pull out the Glock, I'm like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Arn does peg me for the type of guy that's like, oh, I, I, you know, probably does carry like a fucking you know, probably has his, you know, concealed permit, all that kind of shit. But I'm like, hmm, that seems a little, uh, you know, a little much. You know what I mean? Like, so you're basically saying if Malachi Black walks up with you again, you're going to fucking kill him. That, that's basically what we're saying, right? No, it's different because the man is stealing your car. You feel like your life is in danger. It's not an athletic competition. I mean, but he equated he equated the carjacking to someone like Malachi Black walking up to him and kicking him in the head. So basically, he's you know it's the you know I can read between the lines here, Arn. You gonna you ain't gonna murder my boy if you touch him. I'll I'll, I'll sue you. Crowd continues to boo Cody. They have this angle where Arn leaves Cody. Where do you think this leads? Is Cody going to just turn full-fledged heel? Is he going to have some sort of character development but still be like a baby face? Where do you think the Cody thing is going? I think I said last week Cody just needs to fucking pick one. Either be a wrestler or be uh, whatever it's called, fucking producer, fucking president, whatever he is. You need to fucking pick one because the fans can see behind all the bullshit. You know, there's something... Honestly, it's kind of his segments that kind of aren't very good lately. 
So he just needs to pick one and just run with it for a while. Maybe you just stay backstage for a little while and then you can have, you know, something big happen. You can make a run in, do it that way. But I'm pretty sure I said this before, he's turning into Triple H and he doesn't even fucking know it. So, I mean, I would, I guess going forward, maybe make him a heel. But, I mean, a heel Cody in an AEW full of heels practically being the elite. And I know you said last week they don't like each other, but it's like, you know, makes no fucking sense to have someone who was a part of the elite, a heel with the heel elite and not be together. Makes no sense. Dominic, you uh, check out Roads to the Top? Uh, negative. Damn. Great show. Great show. Uh, Is that we sarcasm get... or are you being honest? Great show. Oh, you got a sarcasm. text message from uh, Candidips. Shout out Candidips. Great product. Sponsor us, please. I'll reach out. Okay, thank you. Thank you. After uh, we get back here from Raise Energy, right? Or we're just done with that? Oh, we're definitely done with that. Okay, okay. But if you want, if you were to buy anything at, no, at no, Raise no, no, Energy, fuck that. Fuck no, 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 no. Use code CBC as a checkout. What if we have like a million dollars? I don't know. Millions of dollars. So we get Britt Baker and Ruby Soho doing some uh, pre-edited backstage promos, uh, basically just kind of reacting to their match last week, talking shit to each other. Soho has to, you know, pick herself up, dust herself off, and climb back through the ranks of the women's division. Um, you know, the promos were fine. Nothing, nothing too major here. Just kind of getting Britt and Soho on the show. I mean, is it, is it is it safe to say that we'll see this again? Probably, maybe not the super near future, but I would assume we're going to see them a tussle uh, once again. Staying in the women's division, they did have they're hyping the Jade Nyla Rose Thunder Rosa match, a triple threat on Friday tonight on Rampage. Any thoughts on how that match is going to shake out? Does they keep Jade strong having her win and kind of continue her push to possibly like be champion, or what do you? Do you see them kind of protecting her and maybe Thunder Rosa wins or Nyla Rosa wins? Because fuck it, why not? I mean, I th- honestly, I think Nyla deserves a win. I think, you know, she's kind of fallen off a little bit. and uh, Doesn't need to pay. Uh, doesn't need to pin Jade. Oh, see, but then you hurt. Shit, that's a hard question. What do you think? I'm still, you know, high on Thunder Rosa, Jade. Still, I wouldn't say is ready, and especially with Britt being a heel, you don't want uh, Jade and Britt to, to do something. So I still say continue with Thunder Rosa, build her up, have the match at full gear. Maybe you have them, uh, you know, take the title off of Britt, and then that's where you go with Jade. But I mean, that's kind of the reasoning behind it is Thunder Rosa is the only he, uh, the only baby face. You have a heel champion. Soho just lost, and she's really the only baby face you have that means much even though Sheeta is coming back but i don't think they're gonna put Sheeta in the title pitcher pitcher right now i guess i mean i just they should just make it a you know a fatal four-way and put you know fuck i don't know put some julia hart yes and just have her eat the pin so nyla can win she deserves it then we get the dark order with orange cassidy taking on the hardy team uh in Brody Lee country dark order gets the win. Seemingly everything's back to normal and Anna J and Ty Conti and Mrs. Brody Lee and negative one are there and they're all hugging and good old times. Dominic brings a tear to my eye. Really? A tear. How'd I raise you better than that? 
Sorry, do you want me to just be balling? No, I want you to be a man. Okay. okay. Bite your teeth, lock your jaw, and, and you get teary-eyed, but you don't fucking cry, okay? Okay, got it, got it, got it. Shout out negative one. Smart kid befriending Ty Conti and Anna J. Ah, oh, fucking... I mean, if I could, well, nah, never mind. I mean, the studio isn't here, Dominic. You can say whatever you want. No, because it's just bad all the way around. Like, it's it's bad juju. I ain't saying shit. Okay, you got to tell me after the podcast. Okay, then we get uh, MJF coming out to cut a promo. Uh, continuing on with just, you know, MJF talking shit. He talked about the four pillars being Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy, Darby Allen, and himself. Um, MJF maybe was going to ask for a title shot or do something. I don't know. But Darby Allen interrupts him. Uh, MJF calls Darby Allen a school shooter with a skateboard. Darby no sells it kind of, you know, talks back to MJF without going super the top of angry. Cause that's not what Darby does. MJF gets frustrated and leaves. So looks like they're obviously setting up MJF and Darby thoughts on the match or the prospect of a match. I, mean, I guess I'm thinking about it. And it's like, again, I'm kind of not not that I'm not going to be like, it's not going to be enjoyable because, you know, they're both, you know, good. But it's like, can't there be somebody else? I mean, I feel like it's too soon to go back to Darby already, even though it's been a while. I feel but it's it's like, you know, I don't want to see this again. Yeah, I mean, they I mean, who else would you pick unless it's like Jungle Boy? But Jungle Boy is more like a tag team guy. And then just asking, just throwing it out there. Nothing. Okay. I mean, I'm no, I'm, I'm thinking maybe I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, somebody who, you know, is a face and is a, you know, a pretty face um, is Luchasaurus. I think Luchasaurus should beat the shit out of him. Just saying. All right. Then in the main event, we get God's favorite champion, Miro, defending the TNT title against Sammy Guevara. The Spanish it's, God. And yes, the Spanish God. And Sammy Guevara gets the win, the new TNT champion. We get gold confetti falling through the air. Beautiful scene. Um, the match was good. Uh, caught the crowd by surprise, I think, by having Sammy win. So they're definitely into it at the end. Um, thoughts? On the match, and now Sammy being the new TNT champion. Well, I will say it was a decent match. Um, you know, Miro is kind of on the thicker side. So, you know, I didn't expect him to, you know, take a Spanish fly. But, you know, he did. So, good for you. Um, Sammy being champion, I, I'm kind of, I don't know where this goes. Because he's still in uh, inner circle, right? Mm-hmm. they're just doing their separate things you know they're so, a group but they're on their own they're all you know recording their solo albums right now so but my thing is like you know like who's going to be the one that's going to get fucking pissed that sammy's a champion and not him my feeling would be sean spears and then you know they're gonna have to pick sides who do you want sammy or sean and sean's gonna be like hey i've always been here and then sammy's gonna be like well you know i came back and you know we made up you know, Sean's just a jealous bitch because he, you know, everywhere he goes, he can't fucking win a championship, blah, 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 blah. So, like, you know, I, that's what I'm thinking is going to happen now. When did Sean Spears join the inner circle? Wasn't he in the inner circle? Talk about the pinnacle with MJF. What? He was? 
bro, have I been smoking meth the whole time? This fucking shit's I mean, been going on. The entire blood and guts was Sammy versus Sean Spears, and then Sammy pinned Sean Spears. Oh to get my the win. fucking god, Dominic! You said some pretty fucking stupid things, but that right there has to be pretty fucking stupid. Hey, I'm putting that on the shelf because of the COVID brain. Okay. Thank you. I mean, I don't know when COVID brain is not the excuse anymore, but. Well, actually, I read up yesterday that uh, these effects can be two to six weeks after or longer. So your boy's going to use it for a life. Anyways, the match itself, I thought it was fine, but I'm a little conflicted because I've really been enjoying what Miro's been doing with the God's Favorite Champion stuff. He can still do kind of the same shtick, but it doesn't, it's not the same without the title. Um, Sammy as a babyface hasn't like completely clicked with me. Like once he's been a, a face with the inner circle, I don't know. It's just not the same as when he was a heel. And I don't know. I mean, yeah, they like to switch the TNT title every you know two months. So it was time, I guess, if they want to keep it the same way. But I, I just have enjoyed what Miro's doing. I just haven't liked that much of what Sammy's doing. So that's I'm okay with it. It's but a fresh I'm, start. But yeah, but I'm not like in love with it. So I'm just going to give it a fresh start. Hopefully this kind of makes Sammy change something up. Well, maybe maybe this is where Leo Rush comes in and you have Sammy and Leo, two high flyers that can maybe tear the house down. There you go. Uh, so then let's uh, just kind of quickly run through NXT 2.0. Honestly, <sighs> who even knows how long we're going to continue to talk about NXT, but uh, they this was a, a heavy show with the women, a lot of women's matches on the show, and the ratings have kind of gone down. Not saying that has to do with the women, but NXT, I think now the novelty has kind of worn off of the new look. Um, I, I, I'm a little worried about what the future of NXT does hold, but they kicked it off with Electra Lopez, Curveballs and Cherry favorite Instagram follow, taking on BFAB, and this was a no disqualification match. This was the drizzling shits. This was not a good match. I mean, can is there anything worse than the drizzling shits? I mean, a drizzling shits in your pants. So, I mean, it was bad. Like, it was bad. Just, I mean, come on. I guess it'd be worse if it's like all three orifices. But <laughs> I don't know how to describe that. Vomit, that piss and shit. Yes, but I don't know if there's like a word for just... voiding your bowels. This is the voiding voided of bowels match. Just shit. It sucked. Oh yeah, and then we get kind of an angle afterwards where they I, was it they I don't know they beat down what you call it hit row. I don't know, but uh, then we get index their honeymoon. We get two little things, you know, just more kind of comedy like this. It's it's okay. I mean, it's kind of corny and stupid, but it's in its own little universe now. So, what do you think the future holds for index? Is uh, Indy going to be pregnant? Is that what we're going to next? But Dexter did use protection, allegedly. I mean, part of me wants it to be like. You know, they go on and or, you know, maybe we have an intergendered tag titles now. Ooh, aren't you so happy about that? No more titles. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, I would like them to stay together. But I mean, how long are you going to be fake married for? So, you know, and then plus who wants the divorce, Indy or, or, or Dexter? I think it'd be funnier if Dexter just says, I want a divorce and, you know, you know, be a lot funnier. 
Uh, Joe Gacy is not canceled. He comes back and cuts another one of his safe spaces promo. I mean, it was pretty much the same thing as last week. I kind of thought the same. Like, yeah, he kind of said the buzzwords of cancel culture would have wokeness, but it doesn't like affect. The only thing is like, I wonder, I would assume the people in WWE are kind of do this. I ironically, unironically, like they're aware it's supposed to be a heel, but because it's wokeness, that's why he's, yeah, it's, I'm working myself into a shoot right now. Yeah. Calm the, calm the fuck down. Breathe. Okay. Almost done. It's, it's fake news. Just relax. Okay. Just, okay. just get on to the next segment. The next segment we get uh, Zion Quinn defeating Oni Lorcan. You hate to see it. I love Oni. Throw him up. But uh, this is the new NXT now, brother. And Quinn gets the win. He looked good. Who the good. fuck is this Quinn guy? He's uh, he's the Quinn guy. He beat Boa a couple weeks ago. And then Boa gets a win over Andre Chase. I don't know what the fuck's going on with Boa and the whole thing. We haven't seen Zia Lee since she lost to uh, Raquel Gonzalez. I, I don't know what's going on here. It's a, so it's, a, it's a whole mess. There's uh, names at- I don't even know. Uh, MSK, that's a name, you know, they are interviewed in the middle of the ring. And then we get the whole stupid thing where just every single contender comes out and cuts like a 30 second promo before getting interrupted again. So there you go. We get they still tag team champions. Yes, they are still tag team champions, as well as Io Shirai and Zoe Stank. They're still women's tag team champions. They take on toxic attraction. And Io and Stank get the win. A solid match. Um, you know, Gigi Dolan, uh, solid wrestler. I forget what the other one's name is, but she's she's okay. I think Gigi's definitely the better of the two. But with Eo and uh, Zoe, you know, solid solid match. Definitely better than the opener. Isn't that Priscilla Kelly? Priscilla Kelly, whatever. Gigi, well, no, Gigi Dolan's her get her new name down. Like, don't dead oh. name her. So I mean, you know, she she's gonna go back to it. Just watch. Very cheeky, Gigi Dolan is. Shout out. Uh, Roderick Strong defeats Grayson Wall uh, to retain the Cruiserweight Championship match. Short match, but uh, I do enjoy what Grayson's been doing. I think he's a, a fun new character, kind of up there with like Braun Breaker as kind of my two favorites of like the new NXT, I guess. But, uh, you know, the old man still hold on to the title. We've got two old man champions right now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Another old man, Kyle O'Reilly, defeats Ridge Holland with a roll-up and some shenanigans with uh, Von, no, no, yeah, no, Von Wagner, not Von Breaker, Von Wagner helping out KOR. So, wait, so my thing is, so, that, what was his name? Von Wagner came out, right? Mm-hmm. Tag team? Question mm-hmm. mark? But then Kyle's been doing good on his own? So no tag doing team? doing good question mark doing good great. We didn't even talk know. about Bobby Fish is going to be on uh, Dynamite next week. He's going to face uh, Sammy Kavara. So the half of the Undisputed Era is on AEW now. Do we get anything with uh, Fish and Cole, or is this just kind of like a one-off? And he's just going to have his one match in this little universe, and he's going to go away. One match, one opportunity. Yep. Sees everything he ever wanted. Yep. One moment. In the main event of NXT 2.0, we get Raquel Gonzalez defeating Frankie Monet to retain the NXT Women's Championship. The match was kind of clunky. Didn't exactly work for me. Uh, But then we get Mandy. 
and Toxic Attraction coming out and laying out uh, Monet and Friends and Raquel Gonzalez. So looking like we're going to get Mandy, sorry, Mandy taking on Raquel Gonzalez for the championship. Not exactly happy about that in terms of the ring wise. What? But um, it's going to happen and maybe Mandy gets the win and takes the title. I don't know. Um, They really just kind of rushed into this title match, beat up uh, Monet. Do you see her getting a call up to the main roster in the draft? Maybe that's why. I mean, you need some fresh females up in there, but up um, in here. I mean, Mandy becoming champion. If that happens, (laughs) I fucking swear to God, I will never watch NXT again because I totally watch it every week. Okay. So there we go. That is the cutoff point. Once Mandy wins the women's championship, that's when we stop covering NXT. Got it. Yes. Okay. So, Whenever the next takeover is and Mandy beats Raquel, that's when we stop. Yay. You're welcome. So that'll do it for us for today. I can't wait till that actually happens. <laughs> Until Yeah, then we're going to cover Roads to the Top. Or then we're going to cover Impact. Sure. Sure. Uh, talk about Jordan Gray. Shout out. Mama Thickness. I got to stop following her. I got to, I keep forgetting to unfollow her because I'm afraid wow. the is going to see it. And she's going to be like, Oh, naked girls. I'm like, she's not fucking naked. She's fucking in a bikini. And it's no, like, you follow her on, you follow her on Twitter on curveballs and share shots. And it's a business thing. You know, we're just, be- I'm trying to reach out to get an interview. Right. Exactly. And she pretty much posts the same photos on Twitter as she does on Instagram. Yeah. So there you go. The only it's thing just- is I, the only thing I like to enjoy is when she posts like the things of like, the creepy ass dudes that are like, you know, go lift a weight naked or something like that. And she's like, you know, and then your name pops up. Never. Hell fucking. No. I don't like fucking bodybuilding women. Like, ugh. wow. Why are you hating on mama thickness? Don't hate on her like that. I mean, she got a pretty face, but I just, I'm not, I don't want her to bench press me, you know, as a tick. No, never mind. We're just going to stop right there. Let's end <laughs> the podcast. Thank you all very much for tuning in. Follow us on curve at curveballs and share shots. Curve rewind. <clears throat> I'm out here sounding like Travis on trapped over hell. All right. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, curveballs and CS. If you want to send us in an email, be like Mr. X, curveball and CS at gmail.com. We got a link tree and everything else in the description. Easy. Click on it, takes it to where you need to go. Thank you all for tuning in. Dominic for Dominic Hobson. My name is Brandon Tagoma. Uh, yeah, Shout name. out to studio audience the mascot uh r.i.p the big dog and <laughs> i know hey sorry r.i.p lucy so uh gotta end it on a sad note but happy goodbye. birthday Haley! <laughs> happy birthday Haley! goodbye and good night uh bye-bye evolution is a mystery full of chains that no one sees clock makes us Yesterday's too late